D-S-N-Y. Recording in progress. All right, this is episode 111, 111 of the Bleacher Creatures Yankees podcast presented by Elite Sports New York, Crossing Broad, Warwick Gaming, XL Media, and as always, Rivercrest NYC. It's kind of a bummer that I don't have my regular camera this week because the Rivercrest, the merch is in. We got the Rivercrest merch in, and you can barely see it. It's very dark in here. Yeah, but I think it looks great, I'm sure. Yes, this is the most comfortable hoodie that I've ever put on in my entire life. Uh, also good that I don't have my camera because I forgot my hat again. And this time I don't even have a backup hat down here to wear. So yikes. It's a disaster. Uh, you know what's not a disaster, Allison? The Yankees. The Yankees. You mean the AAA Yankees? The AAA Yankees. And I want to preface this by saying that last week, I said that the Yankees were in deep shit and then they went on a nice little run. So I'm going to say the Yankees are still in deep shit and hope that this nice little run happens again. But I'm going to say out loud, the Yankees are still in deep shit. Oh, yes. No, I highly agree with this statement. I mean, one little run does nothing because they do this sometimes. They go on a run for a week. We think everything's turned around and then everything changes. So we cannot trust these men just saying. untrustworthy untrustworthy you're asking me to put my life on the line for rob brantley i don't think so no sir i mean seems like a good dude but okay i understand your your hesitation there oh yeah i'm sure he's a very nice guy greg allen uh-uh not gonna rely on greg allen to hit goddamn 500 no never <laughs> Oh my god! What a week, though. I mean, we it we has it has COVID been a weird, scare. weird week, for sure. Um, just like looking at the names that are popping up in the lineup makes me laugh, as I'm sure it does for like DJ LeMahieu and Giancarlo Stanton. They're like, who are these guys? But hey, listen, they're finding ways to win games. I love when. Let me preface this by saying I don't actually love it. I'm being kind of a little sarcastic. But when the AAA Yankees come to town, they have something to prove. So therefore, their energy is higher. Everything just seems so much more new and cool and fun. And they make things happen. So listen, they're a lot more exciting than the regular Yankees team we were seeing every single day. Yeah, and that's you know that's the main thing that's been going on the last week is this is a very different style of baseball than we're used to seeing because these guys aren't actually capable of playing the style of baseball that the Yankees typically play. I mean, Greg Allen's not a walking home run guy. He's going to have to make plays with his feet. Uh, Ryan Lamaris, it's base hits, base hits, base hits. Brett Gardner hit a home run this week, though. That was nice. That was fun. We got a guardy party. Yeah. Did you see my video? No, I missed this one. Um, I didn't so see the video. Was, I'm gonna have to go back and look. Brett Gardner has the worst timing. Obviously, in the beginning, yeah, I don't of think season. you've been watching a single game like when it actually happens this year. Uh, it's like always while you're out doing stuff. One of them. However, this time I was in urgent care, so that was fun. What? <laughs> what? Yes, I'm slightly injured right now. I uh, just just for the fans because they all want to know what I'm doing on a regular basis. 
on Tuesday evening, I was playing ultimate Frisbee and I got sandwiched between two people and I felt a crack in like my chest sternum area, real terrifying, real scary stuff. No breaks, no dislocations. Um, They basically said they think it was a separation or sprain of my AC joint. Um, And I'm still in a, it's still in a lot of pain, but of course I'm sitting in urgent care and I get the notification that Brett Gardner hits a home run. I'm like, you have got to now. This is the time. (laughs) This is the time for Brett Gardner at home run. We've been begging him just do something Brett all year. Just do something hitting under 200, at least hit a couple home runs. No, wait until Allison is in the hospital. He knows when I need him most. I think that's the, the quality of a wonderful man. I definitely have to go back and look at this video now. I have to see. I'm sure there was a reference to the fact that you were in urgent care while the guardian party video was going on. I'm quite literally sitting in a chair with my mask on, looking at the camera and just said, Brett Gardner just hit a home run. I'm in urgent care. I would definitely give you the peace sign, but I can't move my arm right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's terrible. It was bad. It was not fun. So Brett Gardner, please do something when I'm actually watching. That would, I would be so happy. Like it would just make my life. So stop doing things when I'm not paying attention. Okay. Yeah. I feel like so far we've had, we've had one while you were just straight up away and you couldn't do a guardy party on time. One while you were in the car in a parking lot, which is not, that's not a one-time thing. I was at work. Plenty of those. Yeah. One at work and it's just, it's not been good. It's Brett Gardner. His timing is bad this year. It's not working out this year. So I'm not sure what that means for me and our relationship and such. But to be completely honest, still happy that he can still hit home runs. It's just I would prefer them at a different time. And it's a shame that soon Brett Gardner is going to get launched into the sun when the outfielders come back and Greg Allen steals his spot. It's a real shame. It's really just it's tough. It's tough. It very well might happen. And now Giancarlo Stanton is probably going to have to play in the outfield. So that's that is not what we want. Tried- to avoid forever but you know what what we We paid the man gotta get him out there no we don't though we paid him so that he could hit we didn't get we didn't care about john carlos stanton in the field nobody cares about john carlos stanton's fielding ability we paid him to hit home runs and if he's gonna be in the field he's gonna get hurt and we're gonna do the whole thing over again i can't do it i can't do this conversation again about oh john carlos stanton's contract it's like come on man he's here to hit dingers that's what he does he hits dingers seriously I don't know what the Yankees have done, what sort of deal they've made with the devil or whatnot, but they sure as hell better now win the World Series because all of this pain and torture of the last like four seasons is just weighing on me. That's why I was really in urgent care. I was so sad. I had this huge weight on my shoulders. That's why I couldn't move my arm, you know? Yeah, it was it was just straight up Yankees depression. That's what it was. The and weight of disappointment. There are so many other teams who are like having fun during the season. Like other teams are enjoying life and enjoying baseball. We're just like, damn, man, this sucks. This sucks. Yeah, it's like an every other week thing. Either things are going super well and you're like, well, it's probably going to fall apart soon. Or it's just this straight up sucks and I want to stop watching. Yeah, and, and that would be, you know, this weekend would be a very terrible time for that to pop up again, where we finally start to think, I don't know, maybe the Yankees are back. We took two or three from Boston. We took two or two from Philly. Maybe we're back and then lose four straight to the Boston Red Sox. And that's just, that would crush my soul. I think, I think I honestly might just, I might call it a season there. I'm obviously still going to watch everything, but I'm just, if we lose four straight to the Boston Red Sox, I'm going to be real close to being like, you know what? 
think I'm done. I think I'm done this year. I think it's over. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a tough season, and I'm not really sure how much more I can take if there's so many false promises. Yeah, and there's like no hope on the horizon. The Yankees, everybody wants to get Joey Gallo. The Yankees are reportedly not even in the top three for him. Everybody wants to go get Starling Marte. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Everyone wants to go get pitching. Go get John Gray. Go get Trevor Story and do something with the infield. No, not going to happen. It's just... This is the team we have. They're either going to start winning or they're not going to win. And there's just going to be riots in the streets because the Yankees missed the playoffs. Well, here's the other thing, too. Um, quite honestly, you have to look back at the, at least the past couple of years, the last decade, maybe. There's so many different options for players, too. So, like, even in the offseason, when players are looking to sign somewhere, why would they want to go to the Yankees over, say, the Red Sox? Or, you know, like, the Yankees used to be top tier they would be the number one choice everyone was always like i want to play for the new york yankees because they're gonna win well guess what they're not winning right now so what's gonna happen we're not gonna get free agents maybe maybe we just have to become a more fun destination i have to be 100 percent honest if i had a choice between signing with the san diego padres and the new york yankees for the same contract I would choose the Padres a hundred times out of a hundred because that's like, it's a fun city and you're not going to get booed by your own fans. And you're not going to, if you go on a cold streak, you're not going to get ripped by the media. And it's just, it's just nice out there. Everyone's just having fun playing some baseball, talking some baseball. Everyone's just having a little bit of fun. And then you come to New York and it's like, if you don't win nine, nothing every single night, the season is a failure. Like it's just, it's just, come on, everyone just take a breath. I know the Yankees are underperforming. Don't get me wrong. They definitely yeah, deserve sure. some of the criticisms that they've gotten this year. But a guy like John Carlos Stanton, he's not one of those guys who deserves criticism. He's having a pretty decent season. Gary Sanchez having a pretty decent season. Aaron Judge having a great season. You know who's not having a good season? Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres is having a really shitty season. And he's just, I don't see that much hate for Glaber Torres. All I see is John Carlos Stanton's contract, John Carlos Stanton's contract, John Carlos Stanton's contract. Say that five times fast. And nobody ever talks about Glaber Torres with no power, just hitting what five home runs now on the year. On the Definitely year, hit three home runs since the All Star break. So hey, who knows what's going to happen? It might but... be back. I'm, I don't want to get ahead of myself. And Araldis Chapman, oh my god, I need one more game like last night for Araldis Chapman before I'm like ready to jump back on board. But what happened to him? Oh, two months is the best reliever in baseball, and then when the Yankees need him most, he becomes the worst reliever in baseball, and that's like. Let's focus on that guy. Let's let's hate that guy more. That guy is messing up. He's doing bad. But no, it's all about John Carlos Stanton's contract. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's like we said, it's been a challenging now going into the second half of the season. But quite honestly, I'm having fun watching these new guys because it it's is It's a fun brand of baseball. Right. It's good to see them get in the game and who knew? I mean, be honest with me. Who knew that the New York Yankees would win games by hitting singles, stealing bases, doing hit and runs, etc. Who knew? I definitely, I definitely want to preface it. It is not a sustainable approach for long-term success for the Yankees. That you is, know what? it's Maybe all fine all and well. Need, though, right now, this yeah, might be all spark. they need right now. It's that spark. You just need that little spark. And I want to look at, I want to look at last night's game because this is like how lucky the Yankees got this week. And I guess last week a little bit. Yesterday, the Yankees won a game in which Adrian, I'm not even going to try it, Wojciechowski 
not yeah, even yeah. try it pitched. Albert Abreu. You don't even have to worry about him. Yeah. So. Justin Wilson, Nick Nelson, and Brooks Kriske. All five of those, those guys pitched in yesterday's game. The Yankees still won. Unbelievable. That makes no sense. But it happened. But it happened. And, oh, man, it's just it's just fun to watch. I like watching stolen bases. I like watching Greg Allen hit doubles into the gap and, and stretch singles into triples and whatnot. And Ryan LaMare just poking one out there. It's, you know, it's not a sustainable offense long term, whatever. I'm not going to get caught up on that because I am having fun watching this young group of guys. And if they're going to keep winning, they're going to keep winning. I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay with that. So let's talk real briefly, real briefly about Ryan LaMare. Okay. He is so literally he, Mike Talkman. That's exactly so he, what he is. I enjoy him. I've watched him a couple times in the minor leagues. I've seen him play against the Syracuse Mets. Last time I watched him play, he had a stellar catch out in center field and then he had a bomb home run. So, you know, good impression I had of him. Right. Um, so I'm just reading this article um, from NJ.com and basically, you know, he had a walk off last night and just the quotes after, cause they, they ripped off his shirt. You know, he's no Jose Altuve here. He is not shy apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously not wearing a buzzer, but anyway, the poor guy did not understand how, you know, major leagues jerseys work. He goes, I tried to button it back up for the interview, but there were no buttons. I don't know how they fix those or if they just give you a new one. <laughs> what? <laughs> the poor guy doesn't know how jerseys work in the major leagues. And he thinks he doesn't have a jersey for tomorrow. He's like, I don't yeah, know. Sorry, I have man. to like play with Bobby <laughs> pins. One jersey. Yeah, just get uh, some paper clips and just put them together. I just think that is so wholesome. And it just kind of makes me so much happier for him because... You know, this guy's 32 years old. He's really got his first chance at the Yankees, and now he's getting another opportunity. So good for him. I really and he gets like a walk-off. That's great. Yeah. Good for you, man. Have a yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Had his shirt torn off. Doesn't know where the buttons went. He's probably going out after the game and looking for the buttons in the field. And be like, I have to find them. <laughs> you got to collect the them. I got to yeah. find them. Can somebody go pick up the sewing kit while I'm looking for my buttons? Of course, you got the Yankees sewing team in the background, and they're just like, dude, what? We already have a New Jersey for you. We already have a New Jersey. It's already ready. This is not the 90s Yankees when with the cotton incident with you know the Seinfeld band. (laughs) Well, you know, the cotton, it it breathes. (laughs) And the next day, oh, Don Mattingly just ripped his pants. But it's not that we get new uniforms. Right, right. And to be honest, this might be the spark that the Yankees needed. They needed some young blood to come in here, young, well, young or older, uh, but they needed some fresh blood. I guess you could say that fresh blood to come into the system and just good vibes make things happen and we show them that vibes. they should enjoy playing baseball again, because it seems like for a long time they have not enjoyed going out there every night. And that sucks to see as a fan. I certainly haven't enjoyed watching them go out there every night. No, it's been no. a very, very difficult season, and it's it's bad vibes. It's been bad vibes, and this week the vibes are really good. And I guess all we can really do is hope that the vibes stay good this weekend in the single most important series of the entire year thus far. Well, you know, we'll talk about a more important series down the road when we get there, if we get there. But right now, these four games, this is it. This is your season right here. You got to win at least three or four. Don't split. Win three or four. Win the series. 
every series counts at this point moving forward. And I know it's still early and we always say we hate when people say that, but it matters a lot. Yeah, I mean, we are seven games back. Seven. Yeah. There are no off days. There's no, it's okay, we don't have to win today kind of days. No, it is, we play today, we win today. That's it. That's it. And you're also just one game ahead of the Blue Jays. So you're quite honestly two games out of fourth place. Yeah, Blue Jays, good team. Blue yeah. Jays, very good team. Yeah. So it is a scary, scary time to sit here and watch. Every game needs to be serious. They need to come out and they need to be like, we have to win this game. They need a Garrett Cole attitude regarding this game. But hey, I mean, listen, it's not just the Red Sox. The Rays are only a game out of first place. So the Rays are red hot, too. It's and we just... have the Rays right after the Red Sox, too. Right. Exactly. So if you want this to talk about a, a seven game stretch. stretch, this is a full week where you have to win like every game against the two best teams in the, your division right now. If you want to yeah. get back into the race, you got to beat all. Of, you got to win all of these games. Seven. You, you got to win five of seven, at least. You cannot expect to make the playoffs any point with having a below 500 record against three teams in your division. You can't do it. Not expect to win. That is impossible. Can't do it. In uh, other Yankees news, Jason Dominguez, Jason Dominguez. I still don't know what the correct Jason pronunciation Dominguez. is his first name. I still have no idea how to connect correctly pronounce his first name. Cause when he, when we first signed him, everyone was saying Jason. And now lately, I feel like I've been hearing people say Jason way more often. Uh, either way, seven game hit streak in low A. He got promoted to low A and now he's on a seven game hit streak. So call him up anytime soon or we're just waiting. What are we waiting really? for? <laughs> really? Stop. Stop this. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Obviously, Nonsense. obviously, Jason Dominguez isn't ready to come up yet. But like if he did. That would, that would definitely be a good vibe spark. If we were looking for a spark, call Jason Dominguez up for one day. There it is right there. Get the people a one going. Day contract, a Billy Crystal contract, just a little more talented. Yeah, but also like stardom in center field and no more Brett Gardner. That's it. No more Brett Gardner. Jason Dominguez takes over every day. Hey, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't agree with that, but whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> Allison, we have to have a very real conversation about Brett Gardner. He's just, he doesn't have it. He's just not. Today, we're not having this conversation today, James. Allison, it's just, we're well over halfway through the season and Brett Gardner has played as many games as literally anybody on the team. We have to have this talk where we say, I know Brett Gardner has an Maybe. option for next year. I think we have to have a discussion about whether that option should be exercised. Well, then maybe these other players stop getting hurt. Yeah, and focus I mean, more on true. themselves. The, that's the best the problem, availability. Man. The best that's ability the is availability. And that's what Brett Gardner brings. He is available. Yeah. Whether he's really worth having available is a whole other thing. Is At what point does Brett Gardner become an active hindrance to the team? I think we've reached that point. Um, oh, but, really? Yeah, oh. but hey, no, no hate to Brett Gardner. He had a really great career with the Yankees. Very long career. Had a lot of very good seasons. He's just... It's time. It's time, Allison. It's time for the bald man to return to the farm. 
Um, I believe I said a minute ago, we're not having this conversation. So why are we still having this conversation? Okay, we'll move on from the conversation. What else do you have for the Yankees? What else do you want to talk about? If not, well, for Brett Gardner? News, uh, Gary Sanchez is going to be catching Garrett Cole tomorrow. Yes. Didn't he catch Garrett Cole last week, too? I do believe so. Yes. Yes. Because no Kyle Higashioka on the COVID list. Mm-hmm. And so Gary Sanchez gets the nod. Um, this could be a great opportunity for him to actually prove that the two of them are decent battery mates. That's yeah. really all we need. Decent. Garrett had a great start against the Red Sox. He was very good. I was very happy with what he did with Gary Sanchez back there. Now week two against the Red Sox again. Garrett Cole is going to be amped up. Gary Sanchez is going to be amped up. You know, Gary Sanchez loves hitting in Fenway. That's a good spot for him. Let's go. I'm ready. Let's get the full Gary Garrett mix going because that's if we get the wild card spot which is you know hopefully where we're heading i don't think we end up getting the division at this point but if we get a wild card spot garrett cole starting that game it's not going to be kyle Higashioka behind the plate i'll tell you that much it's going to be gary sanchez i am excited to see what's going to happen but especially against the red sox you know um i guess the other thing i did want to talk about is uh odor okay yes the man can't hit Right. I'm telling you this because it's just a scientific fact, except when the game is on the line or they need him the most. I don't know how. I don't know why. But every time the MLB.com app scrolls up when it's a close game or whatnot, Odor is the one who's hit the home run, drove in a run, scored. He's involved in everything right now. Except except last night when he grounded to first base with the winning run on third. But besides uh, that, I mean, Rudin Odor has had so many clutch hits in his yes. time with the Yankees. And it's been he is like very quietly an above average league hitter this year, which makes no sense because we remember those streaks where he is just the worst hitter on planet Earth. And, and we wanted no part of him in the lineup whatsoever. And every day we're like, why in God's name is Rudin Odor batting goddamn fourth today? Why is he in the cleanup spot? He's so bad. And then, you know, you can go a few weeks later and all of a sudden he's got a better uh, OPS plus than DJ LeMayhew. And you're being like, is, is Ruknet Odor good? Is he a good baseball player? That's the Marley Rivera question after after the next game. Ruknet Odor, are, are you a good baseball player? Are you a good hitter? I mean, the question still stands. And I think it's probably going to stand through the entire season because we'll see what happens. Um all I know is I keep seeing his name come up and I keep seeing good things from him. And I'm a little And he shocked. plays good defense. He adds quite the punch to the lineup. Left-handed punch, most importantly. See what I did there? You yes. See what I did there? Very famous. His most famous attribute is that he punched Jose Bautista in the face and like yeah, really got him. Know. Yeah, really got him. That was one of the best MLB punchers I've ever seen thrown. It wasn't like some fake like, Oh, we're swinging at each other and we're kind of pushing each other. No, like Rugnet Odor squared him up. That was some Floyd Mayweather shit. It was epic. I, of course, I've seen all the Yankees fights where, you know, someone throwing a secret punch, but that was no secret. The man wanted everyone to know that Jose Bautista is no match for him. I did it at second base. At second base, yeah. the very middle of the field. And she's Center like, all right, field, right there. let's go. Let's go, man. And, you know, looking back, it was also because... Jose Bautista did that bat flip in the playoffs and we've grown to appreciate bat flips. So I don't Odor, like that bat flip though. That's the one I don't like. That's like the most famous bat flip of all time. It wasn't a bat flip. I mean, he launched that thing into orbit. Yeah. He after just a huge playoff home run. He didn't flip it. You can't call it a bat flip. If it doesn't do at least 2.5 rotations. 
2.5 rotations is borderline impossible. Allison, you know how hard 2.5 rotations is? Are you kidding me? Have you seen? 2.5 rotations is an elite bat flip. That's an elite level bat flip. I'm not talking about like the Tim Andersons where you pull it back and throw it. No, I'm talking about the smooth ones. Like but where that's you what Bautista just did. Finish your swing and then just jump went it up. Like this. Boop, and shot it up into the air. Yeah. No flips. I don't know. They probably flipped. We're gonna have I'm gonna look at the highlight. Yeah, Let's see. look it up, okay? Because we're gonna count we're the really, rotations. This is if we're really gonna consider this. Yeah, this is terrible radio. Uh, since we're looking at a video. And I'm going to make sure the volume's off so that nobody can actually hear what's going on. And, oh, we got an advertisement, 15-second advertisement. So we're Great, just going to – got to wait longer. Yeah, I'm just going to keep on rambling about this Jose Bautista bat flip that nobody's going to be able to see. Literally, nobody cares about this argument that we're having, but we are going to finish this argument. I do, All because right. I don't consider it a bat flip. I consider it a bat launch. And there's like two different things. Those are Tim Anderson things. Those are Jose Bautista things. All right, we're gonna see it. Here's the bat flip. Oh, oh, there was there was definitely a flip motion. There was definitely rotation on oh, that. A flip motion. There was bullshit. rotation on that. I don't know if we oh, got bullshit. the two and a half. Bat. Get out I don't of know here. if we got the two and a half flips, but there was rotation on it. I told you two and a half. If it's not two and a half, that's a problem. Okay. If you launch something far enough into the air straight up like he did, of course it's going to rotate on the way back down. Aaron it's Hicks doesn't that. even do a full rotation. He doesn't listen, even get one when he bat flips. Listen, you have to consider this. This is super important. The elements of a bat flip include rotation, but they also include height and distance. Okay. It's not just a game anymore. Well, I would say Jose Bautista definitely had the distance. He definitely had the no, height on it. He had the height. Oh, that, that thing went so far, Allison. You are crazy. You are okay, so you, you are height, a crazy person. You got distance, but you got no rotation. There were rotations. No what rotation. about Aaron Hicks? Would you say Aaron Hicks bat flips? I wouldn't call it a bat flip. I call it a bad drop. Okay. Okay. What about Didi Gregorius in the He's a bat drop as well? A bat drop. Except what about for, the 2017 wild yes, card game? That one was a bat flip. You see that, how many rotations he did? Didn't, that didn't go more than three rotations. No way. No way that, that went more than three rotations. We're going to pull up another YouTube video. Flip. He has a strong flip. Got to give him credit where credit is due, you know? What that was that, 2017 most... wildcard game? Yeah. Yeah. 2017. He didn't have the height on that one, though. I don't remember the height he on his back. He doesn't have the height. He doesn't have the distance, but he's got the rotation down pat, and that's why it's so important. Oh, it doesn't even make a full rotation, Allison. Shut Not up. even a full rotation. In my mind, he made five rotations. Five rotations is absurd. You know how high you have to throw your back to get five rotations. Not necessarily. Not if you do it strong enough. Oh, my God. You got to have torque. You torque. Whatever. You know what? Listen, all I'm saying is Jose Bautista, not a bat flip. That's a bat launch. There's multiple different types of bat throwing techniques. Bat launch, bat flip, bat drop. Fair. I mean, we okay. We went we went down a rabbit hole. We went down a rabbit hole right it here. It was a good rabbit hole. Yeah. the The point is, Rugnet Odor is a tough guy, and he's hitting really well for the Yankees right now. He's got a few nice bat flips under his belt. Uh, that's I think we can agree on that. He's doing some bat flips out there. Nice lefty nice. power swing. Somehow higher OPS plus than DJ Lemayhew, partly because DJ Lemayhew also DJ quietly had like a really long hit streak going. 
Like he had gotten on base for like 30 straight games super quietly. Nobody noticed it. Yeah, Nobody that's how he does things it. silently. Yeah, and and still doesn't have an OPS plus higher than Rugnet Odor, who's at times has been the worst hitter on planet Earth, and at other times has just been the best hitter on planet Earth, which is hopefully where we're heading this weekend, where we can kind of continue that really good hitting streak. Because if there was a time that we really needed it, like if there was a time we needed a John Carlos Stanton hot streak or a Gary Sanchez hot streak, who both homered against the Phillies, that was great. This would be the time. This is there's no time after this. This would be the time where you get that really good hot streak that carries you through where John Carlos Stanton can just win a game for you by himself. This is the one. This is it. I agree. I could definitely see that. And especially when you're playing in a stadium such as Fenway Park and you've got the green monster. Mm-hmm. You got to take advantage of that as much as it's worth. I mean, fly balls to left field. How many fly balls to left field have the Yankees hit recently for out? Far too many. Hit it off the monster. At least get a hit out of it. Come on. Even worse, how many times... I'm going to have to check with Max about this again. Because at one point in the season, when I asked Max, the Yankees took more pitches in the heart of the zone than any other team in baseball. I would like to see if that stat holds up. Because I have seen so many dumb takes where it's just like you are clearly guessing an exact spot and an exact pitch but you got a meatball right over the middle can you please take a hack at this one for me one time and even Giancarlo Stanton yesterday was fouling balls off that were right down the middle and I was like come on man like those are the balls you got to hit those are the ones that you're not going to get a better cut than middle middle fastball a weak fastball middle middle those are the ones that end up as at least a line drive hopefully a home run and that's that's what we need this weekend. We need those pitches. On a positive note, at least we know that they're definitely not cheating. They have no idea what's coming to the plate. Yeah, that that laser thing was super weird. And I know there are a ton of Houston fans who just ran with it immediately because they're assholes and they're idiots. It's, this is the Gary Sanchez situation all over again. If the Yankees okay. were stealing signs in 2019, nobody told Gary Sanchez. Nobody told him. Nobody was relaying those signs to him. And <laughs> if they were stealing signs in 2019, they weren't very good at it. No, there, there were a lot of strikeouts, a lot. And clearly they didn't know what pitches were coming. And uh, that, that it was the same thing this weekend with some idiot with a laser pointer. It's just like, yeah, let me put it on the catcher. I was like, what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? What are you, 12? Are you 12? Like putting a laser pointer on the teacher's butt? Come on. I mean, to be honest, playing with laser pointers is pretty fun, even at 28 years old. So <laughs> you're not going to put it on a major league catcher. No, I'm not going to let your do cat that. run I'm around gonna, and chase I'm gonna it. I'm going to flash it around on my ceiling and see if my cat wants to jump up on the ceiling. That's it. Yeah, that's you're playing with your cat. Then you're not really just playing with the laser pointer. This is some guy who's just his friends probably don't even know that he has a laser pointer. How do you even get it into the stadium? I don't know. And he just reaches into his pocket and he's like, Oh, hey, a, la- a laser pointer. I should do this at home plate. Let's see. Like, so wow, dumb. this is fun. Let's do it again. <laughs> it's so dumb. So that was a whole thing this week. <laughs> you know, I have to, this is non-Yankees related, but I feel like I have to mention it. What is out in the water in California? Because all the California teams are doing hella well, except for freaking Shohei Otani's team. Well, there's an easy answer to that. Do you want to know the easy answer to that? No. You don't want to know the easy answer to that? I guess. Pitching. Pitching, Allison. 
The Angels have no pitching. Dylan Bundy's not even good enough for their starting rotation anymore. He was so bad that they moved him to the bullpen. <laughs> what are you he supposed was their to do? Opening day starter. Yeah, he started for them on opening day. And at this point in the season, he is pitching out of the bullpen for the Los Angeles Angels. And their, their starters are Alex Cobb, Andrew Heaney, Griffin Caning. Like, this is the worst rotation in baseball by like by far. There's nobody who even comes close to a rotation as bad as this. Like even the Diamondbacks at least have Madison Bumgarner and Zach Gallen. Like there is something there that you can look at and be like, okay, like it's not terrible. You look at the Seattle Mariners. Okay, Logan Gilbert's got some promise. Uh, Marco Hernandez, maybe Justice Sheffield. You look at the Angels like, okay, after Shohei, the guy who's also their best hitter, there's nobody, no, Caning, no, Cobb, no, Keeney, no. Nobody. Jose Quintana. I completely forgot they got Jose Quintana before 2019. And they were like, yeah, we really think that he rounds out our rotation. Well, and everyone else was looking at the rotation be like, excuse me. What you think Jose Quintana, who's the fifth starter in your rotation. You think the guys before him are better than him. And it's like, what are we doing? (laughs) This is the worst rotation in baseball. That's why they drafted. 20 pitchers this year they had 20 picks in the draft they took 20 pitchers baseball man can't live with it can't live without it no and it's just not even a whole other question about san francisco giants like i don't know it it makes no sense to me i don't understand mike talkman's having a really shitty year He's he went on a nice little hot streak for them. And then since that hot streak where all the Yankee fans freaked out and we were like, I can't believe we traded away. Mike Tockman is OPS plus is like 72. Still love him. Still love the man. Still love it. Listen, I, I got love for Mike Tockman. I always loved his effort, his hustle. Uh, but yeah, come on. <laughs> Mike Tockman. He isn't the answer for the San Francisco giants. And it's just, I don't know why the giants are so good this year. It really, it, it perplexes me and I spend so much time talking about baseball and researching baseball and looking at stats. And I just, I have no answer. Zero. I it's mind numbingly annoying to me. Like I said, baseball can't live with it. Can't live without it. Yep. That's exactly it. Uh, all right. What else, what else we got for the Yankees or other baseball? Um, no, I mean, I'm all set with the Yankees. Obviously, we know that this is the most important series right now. And I'm going to be focused. So if Brett Gardner hits a home run, I will be there except from 7 to 8 o'clock. Beyond that, anytime. Let him hit a home run. It's fine. Okay, that's it. Red Sox, most important series of the year. Second most important series, the Rays, right after the Red Sox. This is the most important seven-game stretch of the season. You win five of six, you're back in business. You lose or you win five of seven, you're back in business. You lose five of seven, the season's over. High stakes. That's how I like it. That's how you like it. That's how I uh, just cry on a daily basis. It makes me feel alive, Allison. I, I feel alive right now. It's the, the, this is it. Make or break time for the Yankees. This is a one-game playoff. This is what it is. Every game's a one-game playoff. I feel alive. Ugh, don't Nope, don't even talk to me I like that. I feel something for the first time all year. I feel something. I'm so happy that you're feeling things. That's great. Yeah, it's anger and frustration, but it is something. It's better than feeling numb like I did before the All-Star break. There you go. Progress. Baby steps. Hashtag progress. Okay. Uh, yeah, that'll wrap it up for this this week then. And 
when we speak next week, we'll either be extremely happy that the season is back on or extremely depressed that the season has been officially canceled. So come back next week. Big for us, big for our mental health here. <laughs> See ya. All right. Bye.